Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration. My name is Amber Wegner, and I am a working actor who is so excited to bring you today's episode with my friend and my colleague. He is an actor. He's a sketch writer. He's an improviser. He has recently been seen on Minx, which is on HBO Max, also The Neighborhood, which airs on CBS, and most recently, season four premiere of Barry, also on HBO Max. Raul Danda, how are you? I'm doing great, Amber. How are you doing? I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. Thank you for saying yes. Oh, no, it's my pleasure. Honestly, it's like I've loved it like since you started it, and it's just, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor to be on it. Well, thank you so, so much. I want to... I want to cover so much in 30 minutes, so let's see if we can get it all in. How did you start your acting journey, my friend? I uh, well, I mean, honestly, like I if I am if I think about it, like it started way back like in high school. Like mm-hmm. I like my first sort of real exposure to to being an actor was just just doing plays on the high school level. Like I um you know, I, I wanted to go ahead and I, like, I, I honestly, I wanted to play sports. My dad was like, not really into that. And so, uh-huh. uh, so the, the one activity he would let me do is he'd let me do theater. And so, and I was always kind of that kid who, um, you know, would loved attention and would go ahead and do like little, little shows in the living room for my grandparents, my parents, whoever would watch it. And, uh, <laughs> and so um, it just seemed like sort of like a natural thing that was suited for me. And so I started off just doing plays and and um, and then it was just a regular thing. Like every every new play that would would be put up, I was there front and center and, and, and getting the first sort of exposure to like, oh, you know, it, it like, getting a callback, right? Oh, I got a callback. Oh, like, like I got on the show, I got a part like, and, and, um, and just getting to like loving the, the process of rehearsal, loving the process of going through tech and through, you know, like opening night and, and, and just the, the experience of a live crowd. Like I, I, that never really left me. I never stopped like having the um, you know the the itch to go ahead and perform in front of uh, of a live crowd so uh that i mean can like i honestly wanted to pursue acting directly out of high school but my parents wouldn't allow me to do that sure yeah and so being good parents and and wanting the best for you like they probably they severely discouraged me from going down that road so i went to college for a bit and then had you know my 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 adulting experience which which was a little bit lacking in the adulting for a while but uh, <laughs> but uh and then i remember i had reached this point where i just realized i wasn't happy i yeah. uh, like the stuff that i was doing was not fulfilling and and i had come to this point where i'm like well you know what is gonna go ahead and like what has made me happy what did bring me joy and the one thing that I always remembered was performing and and so honestly like the when I finally like came to that realization my my first sort of toe back into the world of being a a performer was in Mm stand-up that's how I started I would say like back in 2006 
I started just kind of, uh, and I didn't really tell anybody what I was doing, to be honest, like, as I was uh, very afraid of criticism of, of For sure. Like I, I, so I just kind of went off in secret and started finding open mics and performing at places and, and then getting feedback from people saying, yeah, actually, you know what, you're, you're pretty good. Like, like I remember the first booker, whoever booked me on show, like he was like, they, they were like, yeah, why don't you want to come back and do a, a Monday night out here in North Hollywood? <laughs> and so I remember uh, going to that show and I brought, like, I, I told and for some reason, like I, I told everybody, like I knew about this show, and they all showed up. Like everybody, I had wow. a crowd of people to come and support me, and it didn't really get real until I started seeing everyone walking. It like <laughs> like there was a line of everybody I knew out in front of the club of like, oh my god, this can go real. No bad. pressure. <laughs> <laughs> to go ahead and, and get laughs and and people like you know they're like you know you have something you should you should continue to pursue this and and so that's what I did that's what I did for a while like I um I went and I I started off like I I was living you know in Long Beach at the time and so I just kind of I was going from place to place just uh you know hitting up um, you know, open mics and little tiny shows that I, I mean, cause that was the, the one thing about, about doing that was, is that you don't know where to begin. You don't know where like, okay, I don't know how you do stand up. Like, well, yeah. where do you even go and do stand up? Like, and, and so I had to go and scour the internet and, and there nowadays there's like, I mean, there's so many more resources than there used to be back then, but, um, I remember like finding these little shows and then somebody would tell you about another show. And so you'd start doing that. But I remember like the, the, the just, it was, it, I was driving uh, all over the place. I was going from Long Beach to North Hollywood to the Valley. Sometimes yeah. I go out to the Inland Empire. And, and I was like, you know what? I, I, I like, I, I gotta see if I can go ahead and maybe try and build something here mm -hmm. on my own. So I, I remember I, I had produced my, first comedy show like I found a, a, like a, a friend of a friend had a little tiny art house called Coos in Long Beach like in downtown Long Beach and it was this wow little, it was this little empty space right like that that you know had horrible acoustics the, it, to call it a stage would be uh, a bit of a stretch <laughs> and <laughs> I mean and we literally it was just like it was one of those things where we're like no we can do it man we'll put some folding chairs and we'll go get this going we'll get well yeah you know, it's like it was it, it was this vision where I'm like we can do this man and so I remember hitting up the funniest people I had met thus far and that was always something that I, I always like uh, committed myself to is, is that I always wanted to go ahead and surround myself with people who I, I felt I could learn from or I could get better from and uh, and so all of these people I, I I asked them if they would go ahead and do my show and they came out and it was it was so much fun and people we had a keg I don't know why I bought it nice a yeah, had a kegger comedy the, show I right. love it it was so yeah it was like yeah that was part of the uh, yeah the the promotion of this also a free keg but <laughs> that's amazing so, but uh, but from that show um, the, uh, someone who just happened to go ahead and be at that show happened to also 
run the Royal Theater at, on the Queen Mary. Mm-hmm. And he approached me after the show. He's like, this was a great show. You brought a really nice crowd. Would you consider doing this on the Queen Mary? And it was like, that was the first show I'd ever produced. I was like, wow. What? I was like, wow, that's that's insane. I was like, so... I started getting these opportunities and, and, and throughout the process of it, you know, just kept, um, kept diving into this, this world, you know, like, and then and started, you know, seeing people were like, Oh, we're doing stuff. You're like, Oh, some people were writers on shows. I'm like, Oh man, you're a writer on a show. That's yeah. crazy. Like, Oh, you're like, you are on this show, man. That's crazy. Like, and, and it seemed so lofty in the beginning like the the notion the idea that like you could go from this person who had absolutely no connection or experience to this industry that i've i've watched with total awe my entire life mm-hmm. like oh my god these guys like like I, the, it, it was just in in the true sense of the word of a dream a dream yeah. to do that and and here it was like there was proximity to it i was like oh okay i'm near it I'm like I'm around it I'm like okay like that's cool and then just through the just sticking around and and meeting more people and and eventually finding your your community like you eventually like one thing leads to another and then I like I I remember the first acting class I came was actually out of a out of a significant failure like it was I I was trying to go ahead and be like I I decided to leave Long Beach and go and pursue (laughs) pursue comedy in far off Los Angeles yeah yeah (laughs) took the the long trip (laughs) right right right. it was like that long trip down the 405 I'm gonna go all the way out there I'm gonna do do this thing right but it's funny as 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 dumb as that sounds like it, it actually it might as well have been a thousand miles away sure. from anybody who lived in that area like yeah. it was so um so i, I had a, a good friend who's a comedy buddy of mine Jesus Trajo, who had he had about a year prior like decided he was gonna go and he was gonna gonna try and be an employee at the comedy store and so he had gone and you know, become part of the community. And he had, you know, he, he had gotten, you know, asked to work there. And then he was on his way to, you know, through the process of becoming a, a paid regular and, you know, and, and, and doing all that. Now he's like, he's touring the country. And he's like, dude, I'm so proud of that dude. That guy, shout out to my boy, Jesus Trejo. But, uh, but, um, but yeah. And, and so I, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to attempt to do that. And it, and it did not go the same way for me. <laughs> yeah, everybody's got their own path, right? Right, right. And and truthfully, like, I had a lot of things to work on personally, mm-hmm. like, at that point. Like, a lot of a lot of demons and things that I feel like I was trying to to go ahead and, and um, just, just uh, try to, uh, you know, s- supplant with other things, right? Yeah. I felt like if I was this thing then then maybe it would make up for all these these deficiencies that i had not addressed and for sure and so that was kind of the that kind of really came to a head like i started to really uh, like um when when it came down to like they they were it was basically there were two main candidates who were going to go ahead and get hired there and um and it was me and this other cat who i was actually uh, you know very good friends with 
and uh, they ended up hiring him. <laughs> and, mm. and so, and I remember Jesus kind of like honestly pulling me to the side. He's like, dude, like the the climate of uh, like uh, uh, you know, and you know, at that time, he's like, dude, I don't think it's gonna happen for you here. Like he says, I just don't think it's. He's like, y- y-, and and that was kind of a crushing blow. Yeah. And and so at that, it's funny because it's like when one door closes, another one opens. Yeah. And, and so at this moment where I'm at this emotional low and I really just am like trying to come to terms with the fact that this didn't happen the way I wanted it to go, a friend of mine calls me and tells me, she's like, hey, you know, like I hadn't, I hadn't talked to her in a long time. And she's like, you know, I, I've been in this acting class and I, I just wanted to call you and tell you about it and see if you wanted to come check it out. And at that point, I was like, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? What else am I doing? You know, what else mm-hmm. am I doing here? And how the trajectory of my life and career has changed since then is kind of crazy. <laughs> like Now, it, was that Adam's class? This was not Adam's class. This okay. was a, a different scene study class. And a uh, great dude, uh, like uh, like Mark, I mean, Mark McPherson, who's the... the, the um, like he was the first like acting studio I'd ever have been a part of and learned a great deal from. Yeah. And um, really was kind of like, like, like from the ground up where I, I didn't, you know, cause the same thing acting was another thing. Like, how do you get started being an actor? And it's like, okay, well, it's like, all right, put together a resume. You need to get headshots. You need to get on all the, you know, on all the acting sites. I mean, I had no idea about actors access or casting networks or anything like that. And so, and you start off with what you got. And if yeah. you got high school plays, you put your high school play on the resume. That's what Yeah, you got, for right? sure. You got to start somewhere. Everyone starts at zero. And so, uh, and so that's what I did. And, and he challenged me and he's like, you know, can you get booked for anything? Get booked for anything. Like, I don't care what it is. Like, if it's a little student film, if it's a music video, like, whatever, go get hired for something. And mm-hmm. so he put a challenge and a time frame on it. And I was like, okay. And so, remember, the first thing I did was a little tiny, like, um, it was like a student project, like, for, uh, like, the, the Art Institute out in Pasadena. Uh-huh. And then... The second thing I did is, so I started submitting for anything and everything that I had. And it was, I started, you know, doing commercials. And so I, the first actual commercial audition I had, a little tiny non-union um, commercial for uh, an Asahi beer spot. Okay. And, and I didn't, uh, I didn't know anything from anything. I think that's kind of a blessing sometimes. Is yeah. When you, don't, <laughs> when you don't know what's, you know, like. You're so authentic. Yeah. You're just like, I'm just going to do what I know how to do, which is me. Right. And so I went in there and I, I mean, I had nothing, no understanding of like eye lines or, or anything like, or, or the normal protocol of like going in for like a commercial audition. All I knew is like, be funny. Okay. I'm like, so, okay. <laughs> I was like, All right. so I went in there and it was like an improvisational thing where they were just like, here, you get some good news on the phone and then you, uh, and then just react to it. And so I ended up making the camera guy laugh, right? Like, and then I walked out and, and I was actually so surprised as to how quick it was. I was like, that was like, a minute like uh-huh. I didn't do anything like I literally and then and then I get a call back I was like so I was like oh wow that's like the first audition I've ever been on I got a call back and so I go to the call back and that was a whole new experience and then it's like you know there's more people in the room now and there's like you know like and they they have me you know improvise this thing again 
And then they're like, okay, thank you. And that's, and that's it. And I walk out and I was like, that's it. And, and, and then I'm like, I immediately start beating myself up in the car. I'm like, oh, you dummy. You like, oh, you could have did it a different way. Oh, you messed up, whatever. And, and then the very next day they call me and tell me that they booked it. And uh, that I booked it. I was like, what? Amazing. (laughs) So that was the very first, uh, like, like professional audition I'd never been on I booked and which is a horrible expectation to have by the way like yeah, that it's gonna I be that, that easy from that point on. <laughs> Girl, this was easy <laughs> oh like I don't know why more people don't do this like people made the acting seem like hard right but, <laughs> and uh and so but that is like I mean how like one thing leads to another like so that with that booking and that was the other thing is the the shoot like now I'm booked for a job to do this thing that I've never really done before like I don't I like they're paying me to do this thing that I have absolutely no experience doing and uh and so much of it was like I remember the the paranoia of like so it was the first day was like a rehearsal and the second day they had like 500 extras that were making like the the convention center look like this this like a like an airport scene yeah and and they had uh they had like a guy who was like a like a japanese celebrity who's like uh, like they said he was kind of like the, the 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 japanese tom cruise right and I was okay. Like, okay so he's coming in he's like the focal point of the of the spot and so and i'm like kind of like a, a small sort of um small beat in it right like we're like where i engage with him and so, um, and so we, we were there and we're shooting all day and, um, I'm just kind of in holding and, and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and it's been hours. It's been like, I want to say it's been, we, we've had lunch. Uh, it's like another couple hours after that. Like, and we got there at like, maybe like, like 7am and it's like three in the afternoon and I still haven't done anything. And, I, and the whole time in my head, I'm like, am I fired? Did they not tell me? Oh, Am I not in this thing worst. anymore? What's going on? <laughs> it's just like it's all like all this is running through my head. And then finally, like a like an AD or something comes over and he's like, "Hey, Raul, like we're ready for you now." And I was like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> and so we go over there and we start shooting it, and I'm just amazed as to how many people are involved in this thing i was like all of the crew and the extras and the like and and the equipment and i was like this is a real thing like i'm in a real thing like this is insane and that practical learning on the job situation where it was like all i knew how to do was to be funny right and so i didn't know about the technical element of it where it was like i went and i did the you know what they asked me to do but didn't realize that I wasn't facing the camera <laughs> oh that's it that, that is important <laughs> that's kind of important detail like yeah, that, that and then, so I remember the the like the what I'm, who I'm assuming is like the first or second AD comes over to me and he's just he's like hey uh what are you doing <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I was like uh, acting uh, I, I think <laughs> and he's, and he's like he's like yeah he's like well when you turn your face away from the camera we can't see you and I was like gotcha got it cool and so it's so but I got it on the next take and then they're like okay great uh you're wrapped you're done and I was like that's it that's everything was like, wow and 
And then I had now done my first professional job. I was like, oh, wow. Like, so, um, yeah. And, and, but I, I remember it like, but I feel like there's been so many of those where it's like, I mean, I'm sure you can relate where it's like the, 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 I like there is some point where you're like, oh God, like I, this learning curve that just only happens through doing it. You know? Yeah. And, well, you and- said something interesting when you said, you know, here I am doing something I've never done before in a group of people I've never worked with. And it, it made me think, isn't that every job? Yeah. Like every job. I'm like, I'm just thinking about your characters, like the difference between your characters on Minx, the neighborhood and Barry. Those are three completely different characters that you've never played before in front of a bunch of people you've never met. Like right. every time it's brand new. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's always just kind of like, you know, I, I feel like much of this job is really just um, adaptation and yeah. and being able to go with the flow. And I think that's ultimately why the audition process is what it is, right? Is because they yeah. ultimately just want to see whether you can go ahead and 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 if you can go with all the ch- the numerous changes that are going to eventually happen when you get a part of any production, right? And so, um, so so, but that is just um, that's just something that that I think that I've you know as I continued on and. Um, you know, into my career, like started to to realize more and more that like, yeah, it's the adaptability that really yeah. you such a, a, a valuable asset to, to people. So, um, but yeah, like that, that got me my first agent, you know, like I like it who uh, my, the, my commercial agent who, um, who I left and then went back to and have been with ever since. Like, wow. we, like we've, uh, we have a great relationship. So shout out to Summer at the Park Agency. Uh, Hi, and, Summer. Hey, Summer. And then, um, but, uh, but yeah, and then, you know, throughout it, it was just like, I feel like being an actor is, is very much a, um, it's very much a journey of, of, of self-discovery. And, mm. and 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 where in the beginning I feel like my conception of what acting was is that oh I I I make up this thing and I become this thing and 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 more and more I like especially in our acting you know class and in our group is is that like we we start to understand that honesty is one of the most important things you can bring to a scene and mm-hmm. and who you actually are and obviously there's there's you know you you'll change certain elements to go ahead and, and, and serve the, the, you know, the piece, the work, but the, in the end, it's like it, the moments have to be real and honest. And I felt like, like um, over the course of, of these years, like I may not have it, an, a 100% true understanding as to who I am, but I have a much better understanding of who I'm not. And, yeah. And I think through that process, you start to really start to like oh, hone in on like, okay, you're like, all right, like what, what is it? Then, then you get a little bit, a bit of a better idea as to like what, where I'm supposed to be. And, um, and so, so I feel like that, that is definitely, uh, cause I mean, in the beginning I felt like I was a standup, right. And I'm just like, well, I'm uh, like, I, I can do standup, but I don't think that's who I am at my heart as a, as a performer and, and starting to realize that I did have some depth of emotion and some ability to go ahead and, and, 
and not necessarily be pigeonholed to just comedy like that I can go ahead and, and portray other things even though comedy is what I will always love and I'll always sure. <laughs> like that's always going to be my my number one one love like and so but it is really um it, it's just I feel like I've I've discovered so much more about myself and 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 being willing to do the work to to yeah to get to that need to that to who I am like in the truest sense as a performer well and I I feel so grateful to have front row seats to watching you evolve as an actor you know it's like I've known you now for you know several years and 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 have just watched this evolution of of many things in your life you know from you went through a physical change you have recently been married you have you know your family's expanding like all these things in addition to watching you grow as an actor I'm just like wow talk about watching somebody blossom into who they're becoming like literally and um, it's been such an honor to see that with you and I'm curious how did you it's because um, Adam Marcus is our is our coach for those of you that have not been listening uh, to the podcast from the beginning how did you find that class because I believe you were there before me if I'm not mistaken I had gotten there just before you and okay. so uh so you and Ogie I think came let's shout out to Ogie, Ogie hey Ogie uh, <laughs> and so um but uh my friend Kristen Wall uh, oh great who, yes she and I were on the same show at Second City and so uh and so uh with a show called Night King and uh we um she kept on talking about this class and it was really interesting like to hear about and it had been a good while I'd done a lot of commercial workshops and casting uh, director workshops and but I had not been in a dedicated scene study class in a while and Mm -hmm. I was like I I was I was like I'd I'd be interested in in auditing it if if there's space and I remember coming down and and watching it and and um and then I, I was like, wow, this is, this is really cool. Like I, 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 I had, I mean, the first thing that jumped out at me was the level of talent in that room. Yeah. And, and how I was like, these people are really, really good. And, yeah. and, and then the, the, the specificity of, of the work and the, and the, in terms of like, you know, how like they, they really sort of broke down you know, the, you know, the elements of the scene. I was, I had not like, like, like I, I, I wanted, I was like, I wanted what they had. I was like, Mm -hmm. that's something I want to be able to do. And so, um, and I came in, I auditioned the next week. Um, I believe I did a monologue from my cousin Vinny. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And, uh, and then I, uh, I started the, the following week and, and then so I, and, and literally from that point, I feel like, like Adam and that class and, and our community has really like, it was, it was jet fuel way for for me as a performer like not only as a like professionally but creatively and and just it it was um I feel like I a lot of the things that were set into motion like because I found I uh signed with my uh, theatrical agency through the advice of uh, like one of our 
our fellows that uh, like in the in like Rash shout out to Raquel Woodruff. Uh, like, yeah. But she she was the one who told me about like Talent Blast, right? Uh-huh. Talent Blast, I or like or uh, Talent Link. I ended up like getting a meeting with my theatrical agency. And so I ended up like, you know, signing with them. And then from there, I ended up having a connection to our manager, right? Like, yes, who, like who we, we actually, we did a scene together. Yes. Right? And you got a call and I didn't, I had to work for my, I had to work for my, my signing. <laughs> but, but, but you, you got it though. Like that's, and that's the thing, right? Is, is that like seeing, like how we're just like no like it's like where most people would be content like oh okay to move on like like you know yep. you followed up you continued on and it's like but because of that like i i ended up getting like you know getting the minx opportunity right yeah. like and then from there to to be on the neighborhood and I, i'm a huge fan of cedric the entertainer like, yes like and so that was and, and to and that was one big thing on my checklist was I wanted to go ahead and do a multicam sitcom. Yeah. To be on that set and to see the well-oiled machine that that show is. And, and to, to see, I was like, and, and to see that this is their, this is their daily. This is their, 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 their nine to five Monday yeah. through Friday. Like, like this. And I was like, it, it just got me so excited. I was like, God, this is what I want to do. Like, this is wh- where, where I want to get to, right? Like, I mean, I got a taste of it. I'm like, I'm like, I want that on a consistent basis. And then, and literally when I was doing The Neighborhood is when I got the call from uh, from Wendy, our manager, telling me that I had booked Barry. Amazing! And I literally had to run out of the soundstage so I could scream. I was like, "This oh. is insane!" I, and it's just like it, you know, when it rains, it pours. And I, the I good just, news just keeps coming to you. I, I, I was like, you know, and, and I've been told that they're like, there's sometimes where you're just gonna like, you're you'll just be on fire, and and you just gotta ride the wave, and and so and to get to be a part of that to work with Bill Hader. With is an absolute dream man like that was so cool like he's such a great dude and and those guys like i mean like uh, you know michael irby and anthony kerrigan are like i mean it was just amazing to watch them work uh it, it was and to and to go ahead and get to, to 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 be in a scene with them like was like for what is the last season of that show the last yeah and it was gotten. directed by bill Hader, correct yes Yes, I was. I remember I got on the set right, and I was wondering. I was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm sure he's gonna be around or something, but like, I didn't know that he was directing the episode. Yeah. And then I remember just just get walking onto the set, and then hearing his voice, and I was uh, like, He's here! I was uh, like, He's here! He's around here right now! I was like, yeah. Oh, that's so amazing! And share with the listeners as well, because um, uh, you had shot. Uh, quite a bit of footage for the episode, but due to what happens very often in structure of a show, they have to limit it down to just move the story forward. So a large portion of what you actually shot got condensed in that episode, but then share what happened uh, with Bill Hader's interview after the show aired. Right. So, so they, um, after the show aired, like, you know, there's uh, like they, you know, certain um, outlets like got to go ahead and release 
like you know their 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 stuff related to to details about the the first two episodes and so a buddy of mine ended up coming across one for um like a uh, for the rap right and they uh interviewed him about the first two episodes and they made mention of the scene that that i was in like and so they and they specifically said i love the rain stick and so Bill Hader actually mentioned my performance and what yeah. didn't get included in the edit, which was um, originally I'm supposed to. So so the I in the in the way it was originally written is I was supposed to come up and like offer to play music and I play the rain stick. Right. And then at the very end, I get asked if I can uh, play uh Ride My Pony by Genuine. <laughs> and so, and this was one of the things like, so, so in like the way it was originally scripted is I'm only supposed to kind of really sing like the first like couple bars, like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> right. And, and then I, I mean, I, from what I read, I thought it would like cut from there. And so, and one of the, the, the things that we, we learn, especially in our classes, is that you go until they yell cut, right? And Correct. So, and so we're 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 like we're doing the scene. I, yep, yep, yep. I don't hear cut right, and so so I just could proceed to continue to the the rest of the song on the rain stick. Right? Oh my god! And you knew thing. the words to the song? I did. I knew. I practiced the whole damn thing, like like all, like all week, and and so <laughs> I did it as if I was like a mariachi, like. Like if oh, you're makes me cry. let's do it. <laughs> and, and and so when they finally yell cut, everyone on set just busts up laughing, right? Oh my gosh, Including so Bill Hader. And he comes up to me, he's like, That was great, man. Oh my god, I wasn't expecting that. And so uh and and it was amazing because it's like I, I like through you know, I was like, well, maybe we uh, like I can go ahead and, and hunt down this footage or whatever. And and uh, it was it was told to me that like, hey, I got to find out that they're like, dude, we we loved what you did. We thought it was so funny, but we, we like they decided to go a different direction in terms of the emotion of the scene. And so it, it, they didn't end up being included. And plus, it was a little bit too long for what they were trying to achieve anyway. Sure. So, but, uh, but the, the fact that, uh, like, that he made mention of it, like, in that interview was incredible. Oh. And, uh, I mean, I, I just, when I look back at the entire experience, it was just, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I like, I, it's hard to ask for anything more. Like, for so, sure. I, I mean, but, like, I got to be on one of the, one of the, my absolute favorite shows on on the air right now. We've been fans of it since the beginning. Me and my wife, it's Tanya, and so it's like they it's, shout out to Tanya. Tanya, I you, I love you, baby. And uh, but it's um, yeah, like to to go ahead and get to do all of that and to to do well and to have this this guy who I I have been a fan of and who is like literally you know, set the bar that I'm trying to go ahead and reach, like to, to get yeah. a compliment from him is, is it's it, huge. It, it really is like I, um, and, and that's the thing is, is that like, you know, if, if I think back on that, like this journey that I, I you know, that we've, we've talked about and at any point I could have stopped, I could have yes. stopped at any point, you know, like I could have stopped when and I missed that. 
you know, like at the comedy store, I could have just hung it up and said, I'm done. Like I should, yeah. after like there was some dry years, there was a couple of years where it was just dry, where I was like, and, and truth be told, I just was lacking direction and not, yeah. not really focused and had to kind of go through all that. But like, and, but at any point then I could have stopped. And, but there's something about the, the love that you have as a performer for this art form that always brings you back. If this is truly what you love doing, you can't ever really leave it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I love mean, you that. know what I mean. So, yeah, I do. And I, and I, and I'm sure that so many of the listeners can relate. And I think I will close it with the last question, which you just kind of touched on, but I'd love you to just elaborate and close in closing is, what words of wisdom would you have for the actor that is either just getting started or have been in the game for a minute, but they're having a hard time finding the success they'd hoped for? What, what words would you say to them in, in, in closing to send them on their way to feel hope and inspiration? I mean, for me, it's like, I, what I would say is, is that like, it, it, in the end, it, it's, if you love it, like, you're you you're not going to be able to live without it right like mm. if i thought if, if i had all the money in the world right i would still be doing this yeah i would still be doing this and and that's the reason why if you look at all the people who are incredibly successful you know in this industry who have had you know all of the financial success and all the professional success and who continue to work in well into their late years why would you continue to do that? Because you love doing it. Yep. You love it. Right. And I think that's the thing is, is that like, like what I would recommend is, is that like, don't it get caught up in the idea of, oh, I'm going to make it in this many years or yes. I didn't do it in like in this much time. Right. Or I expected you to like, because if you set up those expectations for yourself, you will, you will ultimately quit. It can't be for the fame and it can't be for that it has to be because deep down in your bones you cannot live without this mm. i have to perform i have mm. to like to do this because it's like it feeds my creative soul yeah yeah oh that's so so good well is there anything that we didn't get a chance to touch upon or anything that i didn't get a chance to ask you that you wanted to share with the listeners before we close i you know what i can't think of anything offhand except for the fact that this is an amazing podcast and i'm, I'm so happy that i got the chance to go ahead and be on it thank you for asking me to do this amber this was oh, a great experience my pleasure i feel like you've been on my radar and you just keep booking and like after that paul berry premiere i was like okay iron saw let's go now <laughs> oh my god he's like you 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 had me at hey roll <laughs> oh i love it i love it well i'm so excited that i get to see you in person hopefully tomorrow night in class provided you are going to be there i, I absolutely think. love spending every tuesday night with you and your beautiful wife tanya and you know you bring so much joy and light to my life and i know this episode is going to shine light and hope and inspiration to the listeners so thank you well thank you for what you do honestly like i i, I made mention of it uh, like a little bit earlier in your social media but like what you do is 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 incredible for for like so many for for a profession that that really brings a lot of doubt and and you know can can bring people down you bring light and you bring mm. information and that is something that i think all of us desperately need from time to time so mm. for doing what you do amber it's 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 tremendous thank you thank you thank you thank you and i close every episode by saying if no one else tells you today 
I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. Take it easy, surrender to what is, and enjoy blossoming into who it is you're becoming. Raul, I'll see you tomorrow. And everyone else, have a beautiful day. Bye-bye. Bye.